WebmasterRadio.fm has compressed thousands of podcasts and all of our radio shows into the ultimate internet marketer's knowledge base. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app. Absolutely free and now available for iPhone and Android users. Listen to our live broadcast at the push of a button or access our complete archive of shows past and present like SEO 101, Affiliate Buds, The Shoe Money Show, The Daily Searchcast, and so much more. Download it from the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store today. Your radio target is locked. And you have reached Strike Point. Webmaster Radio stretches its microphones across the Atlantic to bring you Strike Point. Our expert and informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Strike Point. <laughs> Welcome to Strike Point. We are live again, and today it's me, Mikkel Demir Svensson, and my good co-host, Christian Mahauksen. So, are you with me, Christian? Yeah, I'm here. That's good. Uh, I was just posting an update on uh, Facebook, which reminds me that uh, at least us in Europe couldn't do that all day because Facebook had a what looked like kind of a serious breakdown uh, sometime this afternoon, I think like one or two o'clock breakdown, and it lasted for several hours. I don't know if you noticed that. Um, it was really, really slow. And yeah, but, and at some point uh, for like maybe two or three hours, at least here in Denmark, I couldn't make any posts uh, and I couldn't make any comments. So, so I could still access all the existing content on Facebook, but I couldn't I couldn't make any updates myself. So yeah. that was a serious breakdown. I, I, I don't think I've seen such a big uh, breakdown for, for Facebook ever. Um, well, shit happens, <laughs> even for big ones. Okay. Um, but it, of course, it, it's, it's, um, it, it leads you into all kinds of thoughts about what, you know, what would happen if Facebook closed down tomorrow. <laughs> um, and I was thinking, of course, it would be so bad if you just launched some some uh, Facebook event or competition or something <laughs> at the same time that it breaks down in Europe. Um, but anyway, it seems that they're up again. And I was just posting about, of course, uh, that we're live with StrikePoint today again. Um, and the fact that you can also subscribe on iTunes. And I just uh, thought I would mention it here on the show. All of you may not know that. But you can subscribe to StrikePoint on iTunes if you for Strike Webmaster Radio, you should find it. And um, and of course, I think you should do that. But you should just uh, be aware that f- for technical reasons, uh, iTunes is only storing the last or the past 100 shows of StrikePoint. And we actually did uh, a lot more than 100. So the rest of the shows, of course, you can still download from uh, webmasterradio.fm. If you go then scroll down to StrikePoint, all the archives are still there going back to 2005, uh, I think it's October 2005, so we just passed an eight-year anniversary. Um, everything is done. It's actually very interesting. I was looking at it uh, the other day because I wanted to check that everything was still there in the old archives. It's actually quite interesting to go back and listen to some of the first shows uh, and follow some of the, the history and development of SEO. It's an interesting archive, actually. Um, should definitely there. But there's, a lot, there's like 30, 140 hours of, um, of crazy SEO talk, so... Um, Good luck. <laughs> anyway, uh, today there's a there's a um, there's a couple of news out there that uh, we wanted to um, to talk a little bit about. But maybe we should start out with following up a little bit on um, on the uh, not provided issue. 
the fact that Google don't provide us with um, keyword referral data anymore, but only mm-hmm. domain data. Um, the reason I wanted to bring it up again was because there was a very long, uh, as usual, very long article uh, by Avinash Kaushik um, that most of you probably know, uh, previous uh, worked at Google and um, it's definitely one of the, the, the good brains in our business. He wrote a very long uh, post on his blog, uh, kaushik.net, K-A-U-S-H-I-K.net. Um, if you search for, I think it's one of the, well, I think I put it on or something. Uh, the article called Search Not Provided, What Remains Keyword Data Options and the Future. Um, anyway, he, he, the funny thing is that he actually begins the article with something that I don't think is right, uh, even though I, I do respect and um, admire uh, Avinash a lot. Um, I don't always agree with everything he says. But anyway, he starts out saying that Google announced an effort to make search behave more secure. Logged in users were switched to using HTTPS from HTTP. This encrypted their search queries from any praying eyes and kept from being passed on to websites, the users uh, visits after seeing search results. I'm not sure I totally agree with this um, because as we talked about before in the last couple of shows, uh, it doesn't seem to be from a, from a, a, a privacy issues that they, that they did this because if that was the case, then of course they wouldn't pass on keyword data for AdWords, which they do. <laughs> um, so... It was just one thing in this article that I noted. I don't know if you had time to, to look at the article, Christian. Yeah, and, and but you have to remember, Nicolette, he's an ex-Google guy. And I know. They are really difficult to get out of the Google Google clothing. So he will he will ask all other Google people that I know will always be Google people. But you have to read between the lines. And actually, if you read between the lines, you will see that he's pointing out a lot of stuff and, and giving us a lot of insights. Yeah, and I would say it's the only little criticism I have uh, on on this article. The rest of the article is is amazing as always from from his writing. He actually comes up with a, with a lot of of really practical things uh, you can do moving forward. Because you know, essentially, I think he's very right. Of course, SEO is not dead. Maybe SEO is even more important now than ever. And moving forward, we just have to accept this is how it is. And 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 maybe even all search engines are going to jump on the same. Weekend. So essentially, in the end, we don't get any keyword data at all. And in a country like Denmark, I think it's the same in Iceland where Google is dominating. Not having Google's keyword data essentially means that we have no <laughs> keyword data, really. <laughs> uh, so one of the things which he points out here which is the item three ISP networks data, is that maybe we should start going back to log log analysis because the log analysis actually stores the referring URL despite the HTTPS. And if the, no, if but, but probably. But if you look at if you look at uh, uh, if you look at the analyzer uh, uh, HTTP. Um, request ones from a, from a Google search all the way um, to your website, you will actually see that they strip out the, the, the keyword from the referral string. So so it's not available. You won't even be able to get it with the log files. Are you sure? It's not. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, the, okay. referral, uh, the referral field is stripped out. Actually, there's, uh, there's at least one, maybe two uh, redirects going on from, from when you click on a search result in Google and when you, before you get to the page. So, so Google oh, do okay. some okay. internal redirection and they, and they strip things. And, yeah. okay. uh, so so it's, it, it, I mean, it's something that they, they deliberately did. Uh, and that's also why it deliberately 
has not been done on AdWords. I mean, we all know why they haven't stripped it on AdWords, because if they did that, essentially they would more or less kill their own, <laughs> their own revenue mm-hmm. streams. So of course, they won't do that. But, um, but nevertheless, what I like about uh, this article um, from Avinash is that he takes a standpoint that this is what we have. This is what we have to deal with. And, and looking back at 15 years of, of working in SEO, and, and you can say the same thing, Christian, I'm sure you agree. Every now and then we get these big changes in our market where we have to redefine everything we do, more or less, <laughs> or to change a lot of what we do and, and find new ways to still be doing what we're doing because there's a value in it. And I think this is just one of those times where for next year or two years, we have to develop new ways of, of analyzing the results of, um, of search marketing. Um, and, uh, and that's what he provides a lot of yeah. uh, short-term and long-term ideas for how we can do. And he actually have, uh, so you should definitely go to this article. He have a couple of links to, um, to set up files for Google Analytics where you can do that, that you can essentially use to set up these uh, uh, special reports that you can do in Google. But he just gives you um, a, a download to do it, uh, which are very good. And, and in case, like me, I'm not very good at doing these special reports in, in analytics. I'm not an analytics expert. Um, then it's very helpful to, to have these setup files uh, from, from him. Um, so definitely definitely good article. Also, moving forward, he talks about maybe on top of what we can do with with, uh, with Google Keyword Planner and, and um, Google's uh, internal reporting with the limitations that it has from webmaster tools, where, where, as you mentioned last time, you were using that a lot. Uh, to collect uh, keyword data and also Google Trends and, you know, whatever tools have that can help us investigate uh, search patterns. Mm-hmm. Moving forward, maybe we have to, and that's something I would have to start it because I'm not, I don't know how to do that exactly. But as you say, with traditional advertising, with TV advertising and, and billboards and stuff like that, they don't have the data that we have been used to getting online. But that doesn't mean that they're not trying to measure the impact of what they're doing, but they're just using other methods. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and these are methods that I'm not very familiar with. I heard you know, weekly about them, but, but it's not something that, that, that I would be able to go ahead and do tomorrow. But this is definitely something I think we as, as, as SEOs um, will have to um, you know, study as we started other things in the past to, to, to stay on track with things no, uh, because because maybe we need to you know move to methods that more traditional marketing have, have been used uh, and then just add on with the, uh, with the extra data that we can still get because we're online but um, just less data than what we're used to but I think I, I, one yeah just go on I, I was in, I was in uh, Berlin uh, last week I interviewed uh, Dwayne Forrester from um, from uh, Bing uh, webmaster yeah. tools, he he gave some insights from his point of view, and I'm actually posting it on my uh, the video interview on my uh, Twitter account now. But but uh, optimize your web, and um, he actually gave some fun uh, twists around it that I found quite interesting. And uh, I said exactly the same thing as you were saying. Now it's there are ways around it, and, and we can find data from very unlikely places where we can actually start to use it. So it's, uh, it's quite interesting. Um, it, it starts in Icelandic for maybe five, ten seconds, and then it goes into English. But I'm sure that, that um, over time there will be, uh, there will come 
technical providers, ASP solutions that will help us uh, analyze the, the, the impact of search marketing, organic search marketing, um, in, in, in replacing the, the tools that we have been used to so far. Uh, so, so I'm, 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 but at this point, there's going to be a time from now on when the, when the data is fading out until we have new tools available that, that, that is going to take its place. And at that time, we as uh, search marketers, of course, have to be more creative um, dealing with our clients. Um, yeah. If you are working for clients, but both me and Christian are working for clients. So, so it's an issue for us that we, we still have to, I mean, for most clients, I don't know how it is for you uh, with, with the clients you work for, but, but I would say it's actually good. It's a good thing in our, in our business, but, but more and more clients are much more um, demanding on, on the type of, um, of uh, reporting and qualification and, and value uh, measuring of, um, of 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 the search marketing investments they do um, how they come out. Um, I just see more and more. I would say professional buyers in the market that that uh, represent companies that that don't want to spend the kind of money with with our companies, companies like yours, Christian, or my company or other SEO companies, unless they get some sort of. Uh, of, of data to, to prove that the investment was worth it. Yeah, absolutely. But we 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 just uh, we are just adapting to that. that, that takes time. We're just adapting to it. Yeah. So anyway, um, this is definitely not something that I'm going to end here, and um, I'm, I'm sure that we're going to we're going to bring it up in in strike point uh, now and again when. Um, when there's new, maybe when there's new uh, tools coming out, uh, I yeah. think a post post like, a post, I, and I know he's very widely read by by people in the business. Um, a post like like this one from from Evanes could very well fuel some entrepreneurs into, um, or, or maybe some of the existing tool providers into to um, adapt new. Uh, methods of, of measuring SEO uh, into their tools. So, so I would definitely look out for what uh, the different tool providers uh, are going to come up with in, in, in the next month and, and years. Um, I'm sure something will come. Um, but I think it's the first time, in, I think almost the first time I can remember at least in, in, in my time in this business where we actually got less. <laughs> we always usually have to be dealing with more, you know, more factors uh, that are used for ranking, uh, more complexity in, in, in crawling and indexing, uh, more uh, uh, pages indexed, uh, you know, more, more, more. And, and, and the complexity of that, I, I think it's the first time I can remember where we were actually, something was taken away <laughs> that, that we used to have. Uh, so essentially, yeah, as, as, but I can't remember that's that. That's quite uh, true. Interesting. <laughs> but anyway, we have to live with that as well. Um, so um, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's time for a short break now and then because then we will move on with the uh, next topics of today. Yeah, so if the, studio, if the studio is ready, then uh, I think we're going to take a short break and please welcome our sponsors. Uh, we will be back in just a few minutes. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> 
Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD, DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Come visit us at AdTech New York, booth number 738. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. And There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. And that's the ball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention, like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short branded attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand, just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. Welcome to the Cyber Law and Business Report, your home for the latest on Internet law and policy. From Capitol Hill to the White House, the Courthouse to the State House, the FTC to the State Attorney General, the Cyber Law and Business Report, on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, back to Strike Point, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Welcome back to StrikePoint. We are live again. Um, it's Monday, October 21. And uh, with me today, I have Christian Mahaukson. My name is Dimir. So, um, you just sent me a, a link here, Christian. That is so... I, I found this, I found quite, this <laughs> quite interesting. I was reading uh, an, uh, uh, an article in Art Week. Oh, yeah. And, so it, and, it, and it helped. And it headlines powerful ads use real Google searches to show the scope of sexism worldwide. And it's actually quite interesting to see that if you start to write women or a woman, depending on your location, actually, you can you can see the Google goes and starts to predict what you're trying to write. And for example, women shouldn't, and and then Google starts to say it shouldn't have rights, shouldn't vote, shouldn't work, shouldn't box. Okay, yeah. and then you go with women need need to need to be put in their place, need to know their place, need to be controlled, need to be disciplined. And then women cannot drive, be bishops, be trusted, speak in church. Uh, <laughs> it's actually quite interesting. This is a, a campaign that is done by UNICEF uh, now, and I find it quite interesting the way that they put it forward. 
Yeah, but it's also a very good example. I, no, I haven't read um, whatever analysis uh, is 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 put on top of, of of these findings. The findings are probably correct. Uh, the, the examples I see here look, you know, like it could be correct. But and and I haven't read whatever they have said about it on top of this. So maybe they have already said this. But I'm just you don't know why these searches have been made. Because what I immediately see when I scroll through this is that I have done several of these searches. <laughs> but I would definitely not call myself uh, a sexist uh, or racist. Uh, I've been doing these searches to look for, for specific things. Like, for instance, as you know, one of our good common friends, uh, um, Dick Masterson and his blog, uh, uh, Men Are Better Than Women, which is an incredibly funny blog if you're into that kind of humor. Um, I've been searching for specific things uh, that I know that he has on his blog, which includes some of these phrases. Um, so now that, that I have been doing that, I have increased the likelihood that, that these phrases are going to turn up in Google Suggest. So in other words, me searching for completely different reason than what they kind of imply with this um, is suddenly used in this way. It, I don't like that too much. Uh, but, yeah, absolutely. But uh, we did this test here in Iceland. We decided to try it. We started. Uh, so the Icelandic word for uh, women is, is corner. And you know what? Kvinner in Danish, I think. Uh, and, and, and when you start doing it in Icelandic, we can start to see actually a similar thing. Not, not as, as crazy as this, but a similar thing where we can actually see that there are phrases which are very tight into this. Uh, in, in, in relation to this, this is done, uh, I think the research is done by a web, people that are behind the website called xlcd.com and they analyze, they throw out infographics around this uh, and, and I find it quite interesting the way that they, 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 are, uh, they are starting to, they've been testing what type of questions people are putting in there and by starting the search by saying why are there and, and, yeah. and, and then Google starts to fill it out for them and there are questions like, why are there ants in, in my laptop? <laughs> why, why are dogs afraid of fireworks? Very related stuff, very, very real stuff, but then very surreal stuff also. But you yeah. might be right. I don't know. I, I just wanted to point this out because I find it quite interesting. No, but I, I, uh, I, I, I know that I'm a riot in, in, in the sense that uh, you cannot, by just looking at a search phrase, uh, be sure what is the intention of the person behind that search phrase, you know, and, and, and the Google suggest in Google suggest, I don't know how many searches on average per month that it would take to, uh, to pop up for any of these searches that they did. But let's look at the uh, one phrase that did women need to, and then they come up with suggestions based on that. Uh, I don't know how many searches, maybe a thousand, maybe 10,000, maybe a hundred thousand searches is what makes women need to be put in a place as the first mm -hmm. suggestion in, in Google suggestion. But, you know, I'm going to be maybe one of them. You're going to be another one, and there's going to be a third and another one. And, and we all have maybe different um, reasons to do that search. Um, so so, so um, if, if, if you just put it up like the way that you and women have done, um, I, I think they kind of insinuate that, that these search phrases express a, a, a certain... Uh, idea behind it and maybe not all the ideas or the needs yeah yeah 
Um, but I've seen this, and 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 I know that it works. I, I also, you've probably seen uh, examples in the international press on Iceland. I've seen very often that media's use this kind of oversimplified uh, data um, for something in 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 in, in media's uh, uh, TV or, or, or newspapers typically uh, that where they oversimplify things. And, and make draw conclusions on some of the data. For instance, like I've seen newspapers, you also probably seen that uh, doing a search for for one politician, or doing a search for another politician, and then see how many hits come back in Google, and then use that as a popularity uh, meter. Which, of course, is full of all kinds of flaws that most of you listeners out there probably are fully aware of. And I know that you, Christian, know that there's a lot of flaws in just doing like like that. But still, the newspapers do it, and people tend to eat it raw. And I think that's the problem with, with a campaign like this, that um, very few people like me would question how this data comes up and, and, and what, uh, what, can, what can be said about it. Uh, you are quite right there. There's, there are two sides to the story. But of course, it's effective. Uh, it's probably a very effective campaign to make people think, and you know, if, if that's all it does in probably good enough um, but yeah so in case you haven't seen this uh, I think if you search for powerful ads use real Google searches to show the scope of sexism worldwide that's uh, the title of the, of the article and it's in adweek adweek.com so if you go in there you should be able to find it because you probably need to see the images it's quite strong and, uh, and it, you know from a marketing point of view very very dramatic campaign <laughs> say the least Anyway, I wanted to jump into something that we were actually talking about on last week's uh, strike point, but that was uh, when Andy was here, and um, I want to to, um, to hear you, your um, experience so far um, with the recent updates uh, in Google and and how much of a change you have really uh, seen with your with your clients. Uh, Mostly, of course, in regards to um, Hummingbird and and the new Penguin 2.1 uh, update that we. We did talk a lot about last week, but I just wanted your input as well, Christian. Um, what have you seen your clients? Have you drawn conclusions on these two? Well, I, I, I am lucky that that the Penguin update so far, any of the Penguin updates so far, have hit any of my clients. So I haven't seen any past or present clients lose ranking or... or have been hit by any of the penguin updates, and and, and, and that might be because uh, that uh, uh, my method of link building as a sample has always stayed um, fairly focused uh, and uh, uh, on a certain method that, that we de- developed a long time ago, and, and, and didn't keep that method. We haven't actually changed at all. But um, uh, the hummingbird, however, actually has uh, I've because of my um, uh, work with B2B clients, uh, it has actually yielded a couple of uh, opportunities. Uh, uh, but all in all, I think the Hummingbird is actually a clever update. And I think it's probably one of the best that they have rolled out, uh, in my opinion, because it actually tries to understand the intent of the user. And that is actually helpful for those who are writing copy is that you don't have to be optimizing for everything. I optimize for intent, and that can be quite useful when you are uh, uh, when you're doing copy. You know uh, what's right for you, but you don't have to distribute 
uh, the keywords that you trying to target too too much, and you can actually start to split it up a little bit and be more focused. So both updates, in, in my case at least, not seen any uh, dramatic changes um, uh, in regards of my methods or our methods of link building. And secondly, I mean, the hummingbird still haven't analyzed it fully, but I believe that it actually has a lot of built-in opportunities that we need to capitalize on. Yeah, I've seen it a little different. Um, I would say for, for, for the majority of the, 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 of the clients, we have a core type of clients, uh, which I know that you, you have a lot. Uh, also, we haven't really seen any, any dramatic setbacks uh, with any of the, of the uh, uh, penguin updates or, and not with Hummingbird now. So, so that's kind of like what, what, what you also seen. But we have seen dramatic drawbacks uh, you know, with different updates uh, at different times uh, for clients in the gambling, dating, and uh, traveling industries, uh, which are three very competitive industries that we work uh, and have been working a lot in over the past 10, 15 years. And, and in, in, in those industries, of course, I mean, as you all know, you have to be a, a bit more aggressive, to say the least, uh, to gain any any good rankings in, in, in those industries and a, and a few more industries like that. Um, and and so you, you do run a big risk in, in, in most of what you do in the trees, um, and that includes, of course, link building. So with some of these sites, we have seen some of them with very severe uh, 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 drawbacks on on, um, on rankings and traffic. Um, but some of them have, have managed to resurface <laughs> and come back to life, uh, so to speak. So, so it's definitely not impossible to get out of, 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 of these problems again, but it takes, uh, 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 my experience with, with, with the penguin um, uh, problems, uh, it takes a lot of time. Yeah. And, and a lot of time can be a year. It can also be two years um, of continuous work before you actually start to get a breakthrough. Uh, I, 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 did, uh, um, I decided to do a small test I do a lot of reputation management, and I, do, I know you do the same. And and when we're dealing with reputation, we're trying to either take down stuff, move it away, uh, get stuff to um, be above, and, and or at yeah. least thin out the effect of the negative stuff. And I decided to test uh, because there was an article that, uh, or a piece in the paper that kept surfacing uh, throughout. And... Um, I had been able to thin out the effect so that there was actually the other side of the story also, but I was wondering how I could possibly push it down, so I decided to put to the test the uh, theory of, of negative SEO, uh, or negative link building, you might say. So I actually um, uh, reached out to a couple of people, and, and, and uh, I think I bought a uh, Hundred thousand links to that particular article, and there are three weeks since that happened. It's still there, it's still quite strong. And I've been analyzing the website that has it, and it's clear that those links have been sniffed out because uh, if, if they've been sniffed out by a tool like Majestic, they've been sniffed out by Google. So it's clear that, that, that in this case, I haven't seen any negative impact of it. So I am, I'm starting to think, and I've been doing these little tests with the Penguin, is that Penguin, for me, looks like more like 80-20, so 80% manual, 20% algorithmic. 
why the hummingbird seems to be 100% unpolitical. But I, yeah, I, 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 I don't I agree on people conclusive about it, but this is, uh, this is, uh, I'm attempting to lean towards this after these tests that I've been doing. I think I, I totally agree with you on hummingbird. That that is definitely a hundred percent academically. It's it's a different way of analyzing search queries, and of course that can't be be manual. It's it, it is uh, organic or, or algorithmic. But I think with with penguin, uh, I I they do have. I'm pretty sure that they have actually updated uh, uh, their technologies to be better at identifying the kind of links that they don't want to value. Um, so so I don't think that that penguin is a total hoax. But I also think like you, and I, I think that we've so many proofs of it over the years that we. Anytime they do updates, and, and in between all those updates, they do also do some some editorial uh, management of their index. So sometimes, essentially, they do penalize specific websites or take them out of the index if if it serves no purpose for them. So they always been doing that, and they have a big editorial staff. It's, it's quite well known by now, I think, by most. Um, there's an element of editorial control over the index. There's always been in any good index, but I think that. I don't know the percentages, but my guess would be that like 99 point something percent of, of, of the entire index is, is algorithmically uh, and, and, and totally automatedly um, uh, organized and not you know done by editors because still, even with a lot of editors, it's difficult to get through you know thousands of, of billions of, <laughs> of pages. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as I said, 80-20, it might be 50-50 or 40-60, but I think it's heavily influenced by editors. So, um, so all in all, you know that that's been my recommendations uh, uh, on both Penguin and, and, and Hummingbird. That if you if you're doing the, the 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 kind of optimization that I know that both you, Christian, and and I have been preaching for at least the last couple of years. Um, in both of terms of, of content optimization and, and of course in terms of link building and social uh, visibility, if you if you follow the, the the type of advices that that uh, people like me and Christian have been giving for a couple of years, you should probably not be doing so bad. You should probably be doing okay, uh, even with the latest updates. Um, just like both me and Christian have, have witnessed that we, we we've done uh, in. Um, in the corporate type of clients that we've been dealing with, um, but if for whatever reason <laughs> you have uh, um, been more aggressive with your with your content strategies or with your link building, and um, and especially of course if you see some dramatic changes, right, an update like Google Penguin, Omnibird, um and you suddenly you know, drop dramatically in rankings on all your pages or specific pages and, and a lot of your traffic drops out really quickly, then, of course, you should definitely look into uh, more details of that particular update and see if, uh, if if that could be what's hurting you. And if it is, then, you know, try and recover the best way you can. Uh, so you have not had to deal with any any clients uh, recovering from, um, from, from especially Penguin, of course, uh, uh, penalties or, or filtering it. <laughs> Yeah. But but uh, as I said, you're quite right, and, and, and uh, the SEO for me uh, and organic visibility has never been about shortcuts. And if you have had that, uh, 
in mind throughout the, throughout your efforts, then you shouldn't be shouldn't be involved. Yeah. Um. So, so anyway, with the clients, I just wanted to mention this, um, with the clients that, that we've been dealing with um, that have been um, been excluded, we have actually not been doing what a lot of people advise you to do. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of people in our business um, are focused on, um, on removing links and uh, using the Google Disavow tool and, you know, that kind of route, identifying all the bad links and, and dealing with them, which is essentially what Google say you should do. But in my experience, very rarely proven to me that uh, spending too much time on removing links actually uh, uh, gives you the best and quickest recovery. Uh, what we found is that often, you know, just trying to move forward and, and um, and getting more better links uh, essentially recover your 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 rankings faster again. Um, so I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that you should never use Google Disavow, but uh, I would just um, I would just be careful not to use it unless it's like the last of you have. I don't know if you had any any kind of experience with uh, Disavow. No, uh, but as I said. Uh, I've been monitoring it, and then and, and, uh, the only problems that I had is as well have been people that just come to us and ask for help. They all have the same story to tell that they hired some somebody that contacted them through the internet, uh, and it looked cheap, and they jumped on it, and they they have now killed their assets. This time should be unilateral throughout everybody that has a problem, with that. and we have used. Uh, couple of tools, but mainly use Paul Martin's tool uh, uh, in regards of analyzing the, the, these dead links and, and then use that to uh, throw into Google and disavow what we feel is influencing and so far it's, it's, it's look good. The only thing that we've been, been uh, advising clients to remove is uh, links that are clearly not good links, you know, uh, links from websites that we can see have been totally uh, excluded in Google or they have no page bank or, you know, you know, other kind of signals that show that it's not a very good website to get a link from. And if it's like a site-wide link that they paid for or something, you know, on that website, or, you know, maybe it's obviously something that's paid for, you know, in that case, if it's easy for them to remove by just sending an email, please remove it again, uh, then, then you know, we have advised clients to do that. Uh, but just don't, you know, think it's it's recommendable to use too many resources. And I have an understanding that webmasters are like spending tens or even hundreds of hours trying to remove all links and even paying people to remove these links, ridiculous amounts of money. And and you know that 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 is kind of a way for me to 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 um, to go in most cases, I would say. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's just something you should be aware of. Um, I don't know if uh, maybe the studio wants to have a break uh, before we go into the last uh, segment. Um, I don't know if he's saying something or is it a different one here? Yeah, he says okay, yeah. Great. Okay, good. Oh, there he is. Yeah, <laughs> I was in the wrong window in Skype. I hate Skype messages sometimes. <laughs> anyway, we'll take a, a quick break and uh, we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. So please welcome our sponsors. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. 
ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. If you're constantly struggling to find more customers, revenue, or hours in the day, Infusionsoft can help you have the business you've always wanted. For over 10 years, Infusionsoft has been helping business owners just like you find the financial freedom and peace of mind you've been searching for. I'm Scott Martineau, co-founder of Infusionsoft. If you're struggling to find more customers, more revenue, or more hours in the day, Infusionsoft is the proven solution you're looking for. Infusionsoft, the only all-in-one sales and marketing software created specifically for small businesses. Learn more at www.infusionsoft.com slash radio. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Welcome back to Strike Point. We are live again. It's Monday, October 21. Unfortunately, um, I just lost my co-host, uh, Christian. Uh, well, I didn't lose him totally, but he had some urgent family issues he needed to deal with. I think his uh, kids are home, and he was a little um, disturbed by that. Um, anyway, I think uh, everything is, is good with him, and uh, in two weeks, he's going to be back with us uh, live again. You still have me, Michael. I do. I do. And I really, really appreciate that. I can just do a European <laughs> accent for you and just come in actually British or something, you know? You, well, even Mick, if you try hard, you won't be able to speak as badly English as me and Christian do. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, um, you sent an interesting link uh, today, Brad Scoilet, today about Google that uh, will some uh, new tools to access the web from repressive countries, as they say, uh, which, of course, sounds... Very, um, uh, very honourable project, um, and of course, there's already already been been critics out, um, joking a little bit about the paradox of, of a multi-billion-dollar, publicly traded, uh, totally capitalistic uh, uh, American company uh, goes out and 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 have an interest and in do and develop things um, in this area at all, um, but Google. Of course, as usual, trying to um, prove or, or trying to convince the press um, of their honest intentions that they just want to free the world from you know slavery and open up all kinds of free information and free speech and uh, and all that um, big words. 
Of course, uh, I, you know, I'm not, I, I, because they say, and the argument is that, well, in most of these countries like North Korea, Iran, Syria, Cuba, Sudan, so on, they all have sanctions on them. So uh, we can't sell anything. This is also what me and Christian experienced when we were in uh, Iran. Um, it was actually a very good uh, Google search experience there because there was no AdWords at all. <laughs> so that was filtered out. Uh, there was nothing of that uh, because of sanctions, of course. Uh, so... Um, so they're not making any money there. So Google, that Google is using that apparently as an argument that why would we do this if we cannot make money? But I think Google is thinking a lot more long-term here because I think that Google is probably thinking like a lot of us are that at some point these countries are going to open up more. You know, at some point the war is going to go away in Syria and maybe, you know, eventually sanctions are going away from, from Cuba, maybe not around the corner, but definitely looks like some of the sanctions could go away from Iran as uh, things are going right now. And maybe, who knows, Monday in North Korea and other places like that. So I think long-term, maybe there is business for Google there. And I, and, and I do think that Google you know, think very long-term with things like this. Also, of course, I won't, I won't deny that there could be you know, an element of wanting to do something good for the world uh, and, and you know, making free you know, speech tools, which Google could also have uh, available to everybody in the world. And, you know, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't claim that, that they're not good people at Google that think like that, but essentially it is a, it is a publicly traded company, which own responsibility is sole responsibility is to make money for their shareholders. Well, Michael, well, my idea is what is it with Google now and the last couple of things they've been doing with Calico and now this new thing here at the Idea Summit, What's this humanitarian kick that they're getting? What are the, I mean, is it really just like you're saying? Is it just – there's just the inside idea where it looks like they're doing a lot of good for the world, but they're really just looking to continue to find places to grow themselves because that's what they have to do. I think actually, you know, to be honest, I think it's, it's a combination. I think it's, it, it is a combination of – People within Google, maybe even including the founders, that, that do have a sincere and honest interest in trying to make the world a better place in whatever way that is. Um, and, and I also think a lot of people working at Google have you know, that, that attitude and they, they want to do you know, things that make the world a better place. Um, but on the, same, on, the same, on the other hand, Google is in fact a very big multi-billion dollar publicly traded company that have shareholders and their responsibility to shareholders is to make money. You know? yeah. <laughs> uh, and so they cannot, cannot, you know, legally go around and just be this terrible, you know, type of, 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 of good hearted uh, company, you know, wanting to change the world to a better place. That's not really a goal for, for a publicly traded company. Um, no. and, and, and they know that, of course. And, and I, I, as I said, I think there might be some very good, very long-term maybe um, business reasons to, to get involved uh, and, and, and giving people in these countries uh, what they really want. Um, but it was kind of, kind of funny reading through this story also because especially in the light – of what we've seen uh, with Snowden um, and all these, you know, yeah. things that have been revealed about how the American uh, uh, um, intelligence services, different, you know, services, are, are, are have apparently access to a lot more data than what most people thought uh, around the world. Uh, it's kind of fun to read this. How they want to, you know, reveal you know, the world of suppressed people from repression and blah 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 blah. And kind of thinking, well, maybe the Americans actually need a service like that. <laughs> Maybe the American people need a service where they 
use uh, the the web in a more secure and 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 uh, restricted uh, or, or not restricted, but but um, but a more secure way where their personal data is not you know being grabbed by by everybody. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if. The timing of this right now is at the same time that the Julian Assange WikiLeaks movie just got released. It just came out last week. You have the Edward Snowden thing going on in the news. Everything kind of is put together, so now it's point of mind for everybody to focus on that. So looking at privacy is an important issue. What a better time to talk about it than now. But there's also a few things that, that – and, and, and you know, you, you're right. It may be that this is actually more political than it is practical because I've been in Iran. And, and I shouldn't have been in Iran too, and of course now he left us. But we can both witness that everybody who wants to use Google in Iran, do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's even something that people do in public conferences where we were. Uh, even knowing that there are at a conference like this, a public conference, there are people from the government agencies that overview that, that a conference like this is, is held in accordance with, with Iranian law and, and, and ethics and stuff, and which is totally fine. You know, there was nothing you know going on that, that – except Google, of course, was referenced and used on stage at a public event, even though officially Google is, is uh, of course, banned in, in, in Iran. So – there isn't, and, and I heard the same thing from people in China and people in other repressive uh, regimes where they officially cannot access Google or Facebook or Twitter or whatever it is, but they do because it's very easy, relatively easy to get around these restrictions, whether it's a DNS block or it's a, it's a IP based uh, thing or whatever, you know, and always, you know, use VPNs or use proxies or, you know, there's always different ways or open DNS if that's mm-hmm. uh, a DNS block. So essentially, people do get access. So, so I'm like thinking, why? What is the the need for 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 for? Because essentially, just to back out uh, back a, a little bit, what Google is essentially doing, they, they have this group thinking about you know new ideas for 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 terrible things like this, and and what they came up with was a couple of products that they they presented at, at a symposium just uh, uh, I think it was last week or something like that. Anyway, and and one of the most important things that they 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 are, are going to launch. Is something they call, I think it was Uproxy, yeah, Uproxy, yeah. Uh, which is essentially, as far as I can read it, and, and of course this is just a new story about it, but as far as I can read it, the Uproxy is um, a kind of a, a peer-to-peer proxy where, let's say that I, if I was citizens uh, and I had a friend in, in, uh, that I already trust and, and are talking to, maybe it's a good friend in Iran, and uh, supply that that with a proxy connection, whereas then we hook up. Uh, so essentially, it becomes like a peer friendship based proxy of some kind. Um, so essentially, you know, from that that point of view, a good, a good idea. But I just I'm just not sure if there if there really is a use for it or, or a need for it. So of course, a use for it. But uh, because if people are already using uh, other other tools, and another thing I would be concerned about is that again. Looking into the the, 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 the the world that we're living in now with, with, with the things that have been revealed by Snowden and and, 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 and WikiLeaks before that uh, about the kind of data that the American authorities are grabbing and, and, and the fact that we know now that, that these big tech American tech companies have already cut agreements with at, – at, at, apparently with governmental uh, agencies that have access to data – on these American companies, which is essentially maybe not that that strange, but anyway, that's that's a, seems like it the way that it is. Um, so, signing up to a proxy service from Google, knowing that, how secure is that? <laughs> hmm. 
It <laughs> doesn't sound like much security. <laughs> no. I mm. mean, even if the people in Google think they, they're providing something secure and they want to do that, I'm just not sure that they can. <laughs> not not being an American publicly traded company that you know still have to operate within the, the laws of, of America and, and, of course, apply to uh, um, official requirements or, or requests uh, from, from agencies. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure that I would, I would trust a, a proxy <laughs> like that, uh, especially not if, if there were other proxies and VPN services available that you could use, which there is. There's like a million of them <laughs> at very competitive rates. Um, and that's what I see when I try around the world. The people are, you know, uh, hooking up to these uh, these uh, anonymizer, essentially, services. Anyway, it was um, it's always interesting to follow this kind of thing. And, and, I mean, it doesn't hurt anything that they put it out. People can use it if they like it and can skip it if they don't. Uh, but it's um, it's out there. I think we are getting close to the end of the show today. Um, yeah. I hope that you enjoyed it. Um, it was good to have you with me, Brasco. At least and I enjoyed it. Yeah. My God. <laughs> <laughs> so at least we have one listener. Uh, I want to repeat what, um, what I said in the beginning. Um, you should definitely go to webmasterradio.fm and check out the, the page for the, for the show. You can see all the shows in the left column, I think, on the website. Scroll down to international shows and there's a strike point. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a strike point paint page with what essentially mostly hold all the, the, the shows we've done. So since 2005, uh, all the shows is there and you can still listen to them or download them. It's actually quite nice to go back uh, all the time and do some of the things we said back then. But there's like, I think, 130, 140 hours of uh, crazy SEO radio. So good luck listening to all of that. <laughs> and I hope I see you uh, next week again. We Absolutely. will be live uh, as usual now. And next week it's going to be with Andy Atkins Krueger my second co-host on StrikePoint. So thank you, Brasco, and thank you, Christian, even though you can't say anything. Thank you very much for a good show, Christian. Um, See you all next week. Bye-bye. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.